Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another instalment of the Sir Tom Broadbent Lounge. We have an action-packed show for you lovely lot this evening, a recap of the Hollywood 5-all draw at Wrexham, a 2-all draw last night to the Premier League runner-up, um, the return of Scott Lindsay's Crawley this coming Saturday, uh, the, path, uh, the panel offer their opinions on the club's share gate and um, a raffle opportunity that almost sounds too good to be true. But most importantly, the return of Sir Tom himself, who I do believe is running a little bit late. Um, but before we get into any of that, I have a wonderful panel joining me tonight. Uh, firstly, Joe, how are you, Joe? Very well, thank you, mate. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Just uh, waiting for Tom. I, I can see he's just popped up in the chat. So. Here he is. The boy's here. Um, yeah. Fashionably late. Um, Malcolm, how are you? Oh, good evening, guys. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Good. Uh, Chris? All very good. All, all good here. <clears throat> lovely, lovely stuff. Um, Max, how are you? Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, good to see you, Ellis. Nice yeah, to see you, everybody. Max. Yeah, good to have you back on. And last but not not least, we have Daz. How's it going, Daz? Very well, mate. Very well, thank you. Good, good to hear. Um, so while we're waiting to, for Tom to get onto the show, Joe, do you want to lead with the um with the raffle? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. So I mean, as you said at the start of the show. Um, <clears throat> the STFC charity raffle is currently ongoing. Um, as you kind of alluded to there as well, it's it's kind of a too good to be true sort of situation. So yeah, I mean, obviously Swindon Town, the Tom Broadbent Lounge, and Virologic have come together to provide STFC fans with a chance of a fantastic opportunity to watch Saturday's League Two fixture against Crawley from the comfy seats through our STFC charity raffle. So, club partner Virologic have very kindly donated an exclusive hospitality package for a party of 10 for this weekend's game and the return of Lindsay, Darcy, Conroy, et al. Uh, the package includes a free course meal for all 10 members of the party, a paid bar, padded seats in the Arkle stand for the best view of the game, front row seats and meet and greet opportunities as well for the post-match man-of-the-match presentation. Uh, all you've got to do is enter the raffle and to be in with a chance to win this prize which is, as well, it's over 400 times the price of a single ticket. So it's well worth going. So all you've got to do, head over to our raffle.com page. Uh, you'll find a link on our social media pages, the STFC website too. Get your raffle ticket. They're £3 each. There's no limit as well to the amount of tickets you can purchase. So if you want to buy 500 and make sure that you, you're pretty much odds on are going to win, then do it, please. Every penny from the raffle as well is being donated to the charity that a lot of Swindon Town fans hold quite closely to their hearts as well. So, obviously, ex-Swindon Town player Stephen Darby, it's well documented his struggles over the recent years. Um, so every penny will be going to his Darby's charity, the Derby Rimmer MND Foundation. So, yeah, great opportunity to land a brilliant prize. It's also a nice, you know, chance to raise a good amount of money for a really deserving charity. Um, so, yeah, just head over to the STFC website, get on the raffle.com link, buy your ticket and hopefully we'll see you in hospitality on Saturday. Yeah, look, it's, uh, well, three quid, it's, it's almost, um, well, it's pennies. And if, if, if you can pick up a ticket, I, I would certainly, um, 
recommend you do so. It, it's it's for a good cause as well. Um, and look, if you win ten free tickets, um, hospitality tickets. So get on that, people, before time runs out. Tom, have we got you? You've got me, mate. Lovely, lovely. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Um, so how's things going at, at South Shields start of the season? How's it going over there? Yeah, it's not too bad, mate. We've we've not made a bad start. We've won two, um, drawn one, lost one. Um, so, you know, in a in a better league, obviously, having been promoted, it's it's not too bad of a start, mate. So we'll take that. Yeah, see, um, see if we can build on it for the season. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, basically, to cut a long story short, um, what on earth were you thinking shooting from that distance? <laughs> If I'm honest, mate, so I was getting a lot of time and space in the first half stepping in. It was almost like they thought they were like, you know, let let him have it. We'll just sit in our shape. Yeah. Um, because it was actually, we were actually finding it quite difficult, um, like, to play. They were just sort of sat in. Um, so it was getting a bit frustrating. And obviously, at, at half time, we knew that, you know, that we'd have the wind behind us. Not that it was a lot of wind. You know, there was some technique in it as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just said to the gaffer, I said, look, I'm stepping in. There's not a lot of options. Like, yeah. some of our lads need, like, I was sort of moaning at the team, so we need to put, you know, get into little pockets and stuff so that I can play you. Because when we were doing it, we were, we were getting a bit of joy. But that was an incident where there wasn't a lot of, a lot of options on for me. So I said to the manager at half time, if it, if it happens again in the second half, and we're just going to keep going, I'll either keep going with the ball until I get pressed and see what happens or, or I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to shoot. Um, yeah. So, you know, once I've stepped, you can see on the video that they're just backing off. I've got tons of space and time just to keep carrying the ball forward. And I've had a little look up. I've noticed the keepers off his line, but I thought if I'm, if I'm going to go for this, um, I need to hit it quite flat so it's got enough time to sort of like you know because he's going to have enough he's going to have enough time to get back and just catch it yeah, and make yeah. it stupid. But I think just the whole thing is just set up perfectly for me. And I've caught it so sweet. I must have hit the valve or something, um, and it you know <laughs> flew in. And I was thinking, fucking hell! I knuckle balled it the halfway line. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I could try that a thousand times again and it wouldn't come off, mate. But I was just thinking. <laughs> I was kind of shocked myself. I was like, fucking hell, it's just flown in. What's going on? Um, yeah, yeah it, it was sort of a, you, like you said, you can't, you literally can't recreate that. It's sort yeah. of a, a one-time thing. No, that's um, it. The, how, how was, um, what was the re- reaction like in, in the ground sort of after the game with, with all, all your teammates and, and fans, etc.? Yeah, they were just like, what? pretty much the same as you there like what are you thinking <laughs> shooting from there and I was just like well you don't you don't you don't shoot you don't score do you know what I mean exactly yeah um, one of the lads was like that's I think that's like the best goal I've actually ever seen live um, yeah yeah like if I'm honest mate before watching it back I didn't realise I was that far out um, yeah I thought I'd, I thought I was sort of in between the halfway line and like their goal um, I didn't realise I was still in the in the centre circle at the time. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at it, you think, "What the fuck's he doing shooting from there?" Like, <laughs> if if I'd have done that and it it wouldn't have come off, everyone would be like, "What are you doing?" If I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I don't think high risk, high reward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, Ellis, you're saying there yeah. about you know from a fan's point of view, what must have you know South Shields fans be thinking at that time? Up the Mariners have yeah. just joined the the show as well, and I'm assuming I'm not I'm not too sure for for certain, but I'm assuming he was in the ground on Saturday. So I mean, up the Mariners, yeah, get, get him on. on. What were you thinking when Brody his left boot swung back and slapped that football? All right, uh, evening, gents. Um, I, I wasn't actually in the ground at, at the weekend. Um, can you hear me? Is this working? Yeah, got you, mate. Yeah, yeah, oh, you. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I wasn't there. I was at work, unfortunately. But when I saw the footage, uh, just when Tom was saying that he saw everybody just backing off, did you also see on the footage that the referee was backing off as well? He was kind of like, <laughs> cause he's like it's as if he was saying, like, go on, I'd have a shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was talking about that. But yeah, I mean, oh, if the response you've had of that, I mean, we, we had a... We had a a wonder goal, if you like, that won the Budweiser um, competition a few years ago where Gary Pallister presented um, the club with the prize. I think this goal is going to be a bit more popular, <clears throat> a little bit more popular than that one. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. No, it's had, uh, it's gone viral on it. My, my Twitter and Instagram's gone mad. <laughs> um, my missus going mental at me in the evenings, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, just reading a few comments. <laughs> just reading two million comments on Lab Bible. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, mate, honestly, I can't actually get through them all. <laughs> there, there's, there's, some, there's something about you, Tom, that you, you just can't stop scoring goals like this. And I think maybe you've got to question the position you're playing and look at going up front because you can't, you, you can't keep scoring goals like this. Oh, no, the thing is, I'll go up front and I won't hit a barn door, mate. <laughs> It's worth a try. It's worth a try. I mean, after seeing you struggle ball like that, I, I, I don't think you've got many issues. Ellis, there. are we saying that John uh, Sheridan no, got, got a... right? Are we saying mate? that John Sheridan got something right? I think he got it completely spot on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing he's ever got right at Swindon Town, mate. <laughs> no, well, that, that's like another one of them things, like. That that game, the Oxford game. If he puts me up top and I don't, I don't score or don't change the game, everyone's thinking like, "What, what the fuck's he doing?" Do you know what I mean? Um, and and similar with it, the goal on Saturday. If I shoot and I shank it out for a throw in or something, people are thinking, "What's he doing?" It's only when it comes off that people think, "That's amazing! Like, what a great idea!" I suppose linking the the Oxford game and obviously the game of the weekend, there's a question that has to be asked. So. Are you picking that goal or are you picking an Oxford brace? You've got to pick one. You lose the other one. <laughs> I mean, you've got to show out the first out of the uh, the earlier ones, though. Maybe pick widely. Wow. Choose carefully, it's, Tom. It's early days after this goal, isn't it? I've, they might make a show again of me yet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, make a, we'll make a post 9pm um, post one, Brody's bangers. Yeah. <laughs> just just play my two goals <laughs> and that's it. Three goals? Come on. It'll repeat. be a short show. It'll be a short show, mate. The importance and everything for the Oxford goal, it was unreal. And then, but to also to score a goal where it's like 45 yards out or whatever it was and it flies in, like, I think they're, yeah. they're two completely different goals. Do you know what I mean? So it's hard yeah. to compare them. I mean, not, ma- not many players can say they've, they've scored from, well, practically halfway line, so. Um, Ellis, do we reckon your... we send an email to FIFA about Suskas? Like, is that, <laughs> is that a conversation that's got to be had? The I funny think... thing is, there was a couple more goals like that on the weekend, weren't there? In non-league, I, I didn't yeah, see any halfway line goals and that, but um, some of them were 
well, one of them was like straight from kickoff, and he lobbed the keeper. Just, I just don't think it looked as good anyway. I'm being biased because it's my goal. <laughs> Man, your ball didn't hit yeah. the ground they, before it came like, like, that's just yeah, it's perfect. The way you fit the ball is like it's so flat, as you say as well. It just makes for a great like watch back. I mean, I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, I've, I've made it into a hoodie today. Um, I'll have to send it across to you. I sent it to your dad last night. The hoodie looks class, <laughs> mate. It, it looks brilliant. Yeah. Is it? yeah. Nice, nice. I Tom, to um, that. you sort of you, you sort of touched on it there. Um, you've you got a new gaffer there at, at South Shields. How, how's life sort of under adjusting adjusting to the new gaffer? It's all right, mate. It's been like I said, it's been a little bit full on to be honest. Um, like I said, we've gone up a league. Um, you know, we've we've been working on a lot of things um, in the way that he wants to play and, and trying to drum it into the players. So. Um, it's been it's been quite full on with training, um, but it, it's it's like like I say we've had a good start. It's enjoyable. It's a good group of players. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's still early days within the season, so so far it's going okay, mate. Yeah. Yeah. How how, how are you coping with it in in terms of like um, like physically and just just how are you finding the the step up from last season up to this league? Um, like I say, it's it's it's. Like nothing, I'm not used to. Like I've played, yeah. I played a lot higher anyway. So yeah, I, I understood that it was going to be a step up from last last year. But um, some of the teams obviously a lot better than the teams that we played last season, and some some are sort of similar. Do you know what I mean? You've got some players that are sort of similar. So yeah, I don't find it a, a massive step up. Obviously, I'm I still feel very comfortable playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that level, but. You know, it's just you're you're the main thing you come up against is a teams that are a bit more organised, um, and and you know some better individual players. Um, whereas yes. last season, you know, we we just had better players than everyone else, and even if we weren't organised, we'd be all right. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, we have better yeah. players, and we we just count on us being better than them. Whereas this season. We can be better players than them, but if they're a bit more organised than us, then we'll become unstuck. Do you know what I mean? Are you yeah. finding it better with the pitches in this division, Brody? Because I feel like the jump from sort of Southern Prem, Nash- uh, Northern Prem to again like National League South, National League North, the class of pitches is just like night and day. Yeah, so obviously we've only played two games away so far. Uh, we had Boston away, and that was a nice ground, a yeah. uh, nice pitch. It was a nightmare though. Like we spent like five hours on the coach and that, and then got off and felt stiff as anything getting off and playing. We were three 0 down at half time, so we give ourselves a mountain to climb in the second half. End up losing three one, but then we had um, Farsley Celtic away, and that's probably worse than some of the grounds that we played at last season. Oh really? So I mean, it was probably a good time to play them because apparently the pitch is awful, sort of around Christmas time and that. So it's probably a good time that we played them mm. now. Um, but we drew one all with them. They scored a penalty in like the 93rd minute. Oh, mate. Um, which was frustrating. Um, but then obviously our pitch is, is decent. So, But I think there's going to be a few more grounds sort of like, you know, where the pitch is good, where we can we can play some nice football. So, um, you know, whereas last season we were going to away games and struggling a little bit to play because the pitch was no good. Mm. Do you think, are you, so the new gaffer, obviously, Kevin Phillips with his really soft hands, uh, last year, is, is the new gaffer all about getting the ball on the floor and, and playing with your feet, or is he, you know, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. Well, like Kev was the same. Like it, we wanted to play out from the back and things like that. Um, so it, it hasn't changed massively, but it's more. I think 
we need to work on more on like being organised without the ball as well. So that's kind of what we're working on a little bit now. Um, you know, it's it's evident that there are going to be periods of games where we might not have the ball. Um, so whereas last season it didn't really matter; it was more concentrate on what we do and not worry about the other team. But now we're doing a little bit, little bit more work on like how the other teams play, maybe set up um, to counteract how they play instead. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, like I say, I haven't touched Julio's hands. So I don't know if his are soft or. Mate, not. you've got you've got a report back. As I say, mate on holiday met Kevin Phillips. He said he's got the softest hands of a man he's ever touched. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tom. You, I I know you can't stay um, on for for too long, and we we certainly don't want to keep you any more than needed. But um, look, we I think we're finished with with a one word answer final answer for the what goal are you picking Oxford or Scarborough (laughs) one word one word one word both oh you bastard you you (laughs) one word mate well uh, uh, we we can't we can't say no (laughs) we've left (laughs) that open that's my fault damn Yeah. yeah Yeah, but sorry. Yeah, um, Rory, thanks for coming on the show. You're, of course, you're always welcome. Um, That's a pleasure. Named after you, but yeah, it was great to speak to you. Good luck for the for the um, upcoming games, and hopefully we can speak again soon. Yeah, mate, nice one. Thanks for having me. We'll catch up soon. Yeah, cheers, Rory. Rory. All the best, lads. Cheers. Cheers, Rory. Cheers. Bye. 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 Wow. What a wonderful, wonderful! I man. can't believe he's done us with the both. Yeah, I know, I know. It's so he can do what he wants, though. Oh, it literally is. I, I can't even be angry. Give him, give, give, give it a year, and and I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll rediscover the Oxford goal, and he'll, 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 he'll pick I, up. I've got, I've, he will pick I've up. got my idea for next month's hoodie now. I think it's a merge of both goals on the front and just the word both. Yes. Let's be clear, he scored both goals against Oxford as well. Yeah, true. That's what he meant, actually. Both goals against Oxford, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're finding loopholes there. Too many loopholes. Um, But yeah, look, it's always, always great to have Brody on. Um, I mean, the the show's named after him, for God's sake. So, yeah. um, Right, we spoke about the the, the raffle. Um, I think... We should move on to Wrexham. Um, myself, Malcolm, Max, Daz, were you there? No, I wasn't. I was. I was watching the game though, courtesy okay. of a, a good yeah. friend of mine. Hours. Oh, sorry, Daz. And um, we had Gabs there as well. Gabs is running a little bit late. He will be on. Uh, but Max, you're you're leading on Wrexham. Um, Talk us through it. Talk, what's your what's your thoughts? What's what's, what's your feelings on, on the Wrexham game? Yeah, so, I mean, we sort of went into it. We knew that they had a lot of goals in them and the game did start that way. They they came up, they came out fast. We came out pretty quick ourselves. Um, remember Mahoney making one or two saves quite early on. Um, their striker got a good chance. And Mahoney was playing well at the start. Um Hutton was tearing their tearing their left hand side apart. Um, that's kind of what contributed to the, especially our first two goals. First one came from a Hutton cross the back post. Austin nods it, nods it over for Young, 
nice one at the back post. Um, and then he linked up well with Kemp as well for Kemp to put it in for Charlie's goal. Both goals are a bit against the run of play, really, because Wrexham were just having shot after shot after shot. I mean, I think we scored off our first four shots. And I'm thinking, I was looking at the stats for the game, and it didn't make sense to me. We only had eight shots all game and scored five of them. Yeah. Probably explains Foster's retirement um, not long after the game. Um, Another one. Yeah, we just looked. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I think. It was a case of we we were really clinical and made the most of the few chances we did get to get to go through because I felt like there were there were parts of the first half where we had pretty decent control in the midfield. I thought McEachern was a big part of that. I thought he won a lot of good balls in midfield and kind of made Kemp's job easy. He helped Kemp have a lot of space um, to sort of drive forward the ball. Um, but I mean, the second half is when it sort of fell apart in the midfield. I think because I mean they go on in the second half to have something like. 15 shots um, and we seem to be losing the battle a little bit as it went on but I mean at 4-1 even at 4 even even 4-2 when we made it 5-3 later in the game you still didn't see the end of it coming yeah it's it was one of those things like we we go in at, at 90 minutes um, 5-3 and the moment they score that fourth goal you just you you know that 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 fifth one's coming it, it was, oh yeah, it, the, it it was weird. It was like you, you've got to give it to them. Their fans were were incredible. It's it's one of the best atmospheres in 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 terms of a game that I've that I've sort of um, been a part of in in quite a while. And it it was just like their their fans were almost just sucking the goals into the net. It was like that the, when they scored their third their third goal when they uh, the penalty. It uh, the second goal, I think. Um, it was it was like they were three 0 up. The, the the way that they were cheering on the team, and you can tell they've got a massive massive part in in the team's success. Certainly at home, um, you know, the, when when the smaller teams are going to go there this season, I think you're going to see a, see a lot of teams crumble under the pressure because those those fans behind the net are, are something are something different. Yeah, I was gonna say, like both sides, like there was a there was noise in the ground from minute one to minute ninety from both ends, like, and yeah. you could tell that Parkinson had give them put a rocket on their ass at half time because that first fifteen minutes of the second half was just crazy. I was just looking at us like they're all over us, they're winning every second ball, like they're all sprinting through everything, and I mean, goals are always going to come from this game. I think before the game they'd scored, they'd scored eight, conceded eight. So, yeah. I mean, really, sort of seen this sort of game coming. It brings up. I, I said after the game that it was similar signs last season. It sort of is in that you know it's a it's a lead thrown away late. It's two set piece goals, which whilst and yeah, everyone knows that that the free kick would never ever have been a free kick. I still yeah. I still can't understand what the ref. I mean, it, it bounces up off the off a of brute's shoulder, right, or something. And it just looked like he just wanted to. He wanted to give something. I mean, I, I wouldn't say the ref was too much of a factor in the game. I think no. the, pen, the pen was a bit, the pen was a bit harsh. Yeah, but... definitely. I, you you watch it back, both free kick and penalty. I think the penalty is arguable that Blake Tracy was fouled first, um, and certainly the handball out um, for the free kick was 
looking at different angles, it was a bit um bit questionable. But Mate, I, don't you, worry about it, Alex. I, we've had a little letter of apology, haven't we? So it's all right. Yeah, we've had exactly, the exactly. It's all, it's all right. good. It's all good. I mean, they said sorry. Let's move yeah. on. To be fair, I think just we'll move on to you know defending or, or whatever of the game. But in terms of the decisions that have gone against us, I think we were lucky in Tuesday night not to get a red against Kinsella. So it's like it kind of is. I've seen a lot of swings and roundabouts comments. As frustrating as it is at the time, in League Two, you're going to get the rub of the green sometimes. Uh, and Saturday, we just didn't. I think. Yeah, it's just one of those. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's one of those that that goal goes in ninety six. But I mean, all throughout the second half, they they were they were all over us. They were getting chance after chance. Um, we seemed to, and for a while, we were dealing quite well with um, Toza's long throws. But that's what the I think the fourth goal came from came from a long throw where a ball's kind of bounced and not everyone's really reset. Yeah, the thing for me is. It, it, a team like Wrexham, you know they've got goals. You you highlight highlighted it, Max. They, they they've got goals in them. Um, so especially when you're four one up at half time, you just you you can't afford to switch off for for two minutes because you they're they're constantly putting crosses in. They're they're, they're constantly having shots on target. Um, so inevitably, a, a goal is go, gonna eventually go into the net. So. You know, there there was sort of ten twenty minutes in the second half where um, we were sort of we we were keeping hold of the ball, keeping keeping possession, uh, passing the ball around, and sort of not letting Wrexham get a touch, and that worked really really well. And I think if we if we stuck if we kept playing like that throughout the half, we wouldn't have had an issue. But it's it's towards the end where it got a little bit scrappy, and we were playing these long balls and just massive clearances and giving it straight back to him. So it was like a constant sort of battering ram from Wrexham, putting in constant balls into the box. And it was like, we'd we we done well holding out not to concede, but the goal was coming. And especially after that fourth goal, I think the, the save from Mahoney for the, for the fifth goal, the original save, was was good, but it was just it was just unlucky that you couldn't get a hold of it, and they scored on on the rebound. And my point on that on, on that last goal, a Ben Ward is lying on the floor the entire time behind that free kick wall. I wish we would stop doing that. Yeah, have you um, ever seen the I goal really... where the, from a free kick where they put it under the wall? I can't think of one. How many, how many how long have we been doing this for? How many times has it actually hit that player under yeah, the wall? Yeah, I think. Yeah. And then the issue is, I, I can't. You say, did he did he save it or did it hit the post? But whatever happened, yeah. everyone just everyone, yeah, our entire team just freezes. Yeah, and Wrexham were proactive enough to have. I mean, they had, they they put their two runners in, and there were just no one was there. And I can understand the like, you know, you want to st- stick with the wall, and it's a split second thing, but. This just shows they just need to work on defensive pieces it's, it's still. The action that does it for me. Like literally, how many of their players have bombed into the box as soon as he's taken the free kick? And who I don't even know who the nearest player was when um, Lee smashed that in. Probably the draft experience. Uh, um, it's Ward. It's yeah. Ward on the floor. It's ridiculous. I've, I really want. To it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it, it's look. It's it's so frustrating, especially. Especially when you're four-one up at halftime, I just, I, I, if you would have told me 
at half time that we were coming out five five. To be honest, <laughs> saying that I I probably would have believed you, but it's it it sh- it just shouldn't happen. Do you know but, what the worst thing is, look, Ellis? As well, you know, I think I've yeah. had this conversation with you before. Like, if you lose one nil in the last minute, you you think, and it's a dodgy referee decision, you start to think to yourself, ah, oh, football's rigged. It's rigged. It's, yeah. it's all scripted. I tell you what, if football was scripted, this would have been the fucking example, pure example of it. Because this is going to go on Amazon Prime or Netflix or whatever next year, and everyone's going to be Disney we're Plus. Definitely, we're definitely going to be on Mate, Disney. Everyone's going to be drawing about Wrexham having the most, you know, the, the lion hearts and the bloody dragons bollocks or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'll put it out to everyone. What, what do you think we're missing that's stopping us from seeing our games? Um, I think a lot of it's experience on the back line. Um, I think you've got you've got Blake Tracy there, who's played he's played League One. Um, he's fairly experienced, but you look at the rest of that back line. Hutton hasn't got the greatest experience, and you know is certainly a better sort of attacking player, in my opinion. You've got Ben Ward who was on the pitch towards the end, who hasn't played... Uh, well, he's played his first sort of professional games f- for us. Um, and then Brewett as well hasn't played League Two. So I, I think, for me, I think if you get an experienced experience big sort of battering ram centre-back, I think that that definitely helps. Um, I, just I, think think, I just think we're lacking someone massive, really. Like if you look at the size of Wrexham's team Saturday, all of them were absolutely Ollie, Ollie Palmer. Ollie Palmer towering over anyone. The thing is, in League Two, right, every team has that one lump at the back that just basically can't really kick a ball, but can just head a ball and kick the ball yards. And yeah. to be honest, our players, don't get me wrong, I like the fact we have centre-backs that are willing to drive forward of the ball and start the attacks. But I feel like in terms of game management, sometimes you need that player that you could bring on at the end that will just head it clear occasionally. Granted, I think probably Ward was on that yeah. situation, wasn't it, really, Saturday, because he's got the height. But just one of them things. I was at back to it. Even Garner, who wants to play football, had Jake O'Brien, who how many times do we see him come on for the last 15, 20 minutes or something just to see it out? A big physical presence at the Who's, back. The thing is, like, as well, I... I Genuinely, if we're four one up or five three up in injury time, I don't think there's anywhere else in the league, maybe other than Bradford City, that we crumble like that. Uh, I mean, from what I was game, from what I've seen, the Wrexham fans looked absolutely on point. Colchester. So, well, Colchester, yeah. Sorry, cheers, Gabs. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a saying in football there that fans can sort of breathe the ball into the pitch, into the goal. Sorry, and it looked as if that was kind of happening. I think if you're away at like crew or you're away at Harrogate and they've got about 45 people and their dog behind the goal I don't think it happens well you say that crew have literally come from behind 2-0 to draw 2 all in about 3 games now <laughs> yeah they have. I'm going to stop talking <laughs> <laughs> have you seen what the XG was from the Wrexham game yes yeah Gabs you, I think Gabs you've got a load of, of data on the game I you? do bear with me a moment which you can hear in the background of the pub quiz, so I'm multitasking <laughs> at the moment. L- it's going well. Uh, the absolute joys of live broadcasting the pub. <laughs> right, some stats. Here we go. Right, so obviously 5-all. Um, most attacking sweep points involvements. Bear in mind, Young was pretty much involved in every goal. 
in the game. Young was fifth on the list and the highest swinging player. Top four consisted of Ollie Palmer, Elliot Lee, Will Boyle and Ben Tozer, mainly because of his long throws. <laughs> Lovely so too. Young's attack and secret involvements was six in total and five of them led to goals. <laughs> wow. I mean, clinical. Yeah, you can say that again. And um, basically, there's this year Opta introduced like mountains, which basically just up to describe who's on top of a game, a game at a certain time. In the second half, essentially, Wrexham were dominating for one, two, three, four periods lasting over around 10 minutes. <laughs> and the only period we really were on top in the second half was just after we'd scored our fifth. Christ. Wow. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so frustrating. It, it really is. Like, three points at Wrexham would have been, would have been massive for us. Um, it's like, considering sort of, if, if we're going for playoffs, and uh, Wrexham definitely will be, will be going for, um, for playoffs as well. It's, it, it's sort of, Crucial that you pick up three points there. The um, thing is, you can look at especially... it as well, Ellis. You can look at it. You've got a point away at where it's going to be a promotion rival. So, it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously it's hard to take when you've been five three up with six minutes to go. But yeah, that, that's that's the thing. Like go, go going into the game, I said before before the game, I said a, a, a point here is 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 more than more than okay. Is is a point here is good, but when you're four one up at half time. A point is not good. You want those three points, and you should be getting those three points. So it's it's sort of it's a kick in the teeth when when you when you've got a three goal lead. Like that's that's the that's the issue that I have with it. And it's just like it's it's two games in the league now where we've 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 lost a, a lead. And we we could and probably I, well probably arguably should be top of the league, like sitting pretty. Yeah, yep, definitely. I, do, I mean, we we win at Wrexham. We win against um, uh, Crew. It, it's it's big enough. It's, it's, we would lose. Yeah, mental to yeah. think in an alternate universe we're on hundred percent right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just one of the, it shows like we've we've so, I think we've solved the issue of I think there was a lack of goals last year, especially under Morris, and I feel like we've you know. Young has got a rocket up his ass, and like if he keep if he just keeps this momentum up, then I'm sure he'll keep scoring because he was involved, um, looked really good in the attacks, linked up well with Charlie. You got Kemp driving in midfield. You got McEachern in support with him as well. Just feel like you need that one really strong for me. It's one really strong sitting midfielder and a defender you can bring on at the end to just shore things up. And I think we've got we've definitely got a playoff team. Because we've got the goals in us, just need to solve a bit of the the leaks in the defence. Mm. Yeah. Before moving on, Ellis, we've got Carly that's joined us late as well. Carly, you were at the game on, yeah. on Saturday, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Uh, apologies for being no, no, late. No. Don't give me a detention. Right, Carly. <laughs> um, yeah, I was at the game. I I agree uh, with all of you. Really. Um, we can definitely score goals, which was a huge issue for us last se- season. Um, going into half time, I was like, 
we don't look like we're going to stop scoring goals. Like it was just a constant, my God, there's another goal, there's another goal. But where you say what we need to tighten things up now, it's definitely like you're all saying, we need that big lump of a of a central defender because two of Wrexham's goals, if I remember rightly, don't ask me to name people. Um, I remember Wrexham making the play and like, three maybe four of our players all running towards that player and leaving at least two Wrexham players in front of goal completely unmarked um and I feel like we need someone not just so much of a a big sturdy kind of person but someone with experience that can read the game and say right they're going that way I need to stay here and make sure that these guys aren't free to to knock the goals in which is exactly what they did yeah, def- definitely. It's look, we. I, I keep repeating myself. It's just, it's just frustrating. It really is. Um, and it was know, frustrating. It was really frustrating. I, you know, I re- as as I walked out of the ground as I was going down the steps because obviously we were quite close to the Wrexham fans. Yeah. Um, there was two guys that sort of looked at me like blew their cheeks out, sort of thing, and was like, "How oh, <laughs> did you fuck that up?" And no. I went. Well, I said, number one, we're Swindon Town. I said, we're still we're still recruiting. Um, and I said, but all I could say to you is, you, you'll never forget this match, will you? Because I know I won't. And they were like, oh, no, 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 definitely not, definitely not. So we know it was a really entertaining game, but shouldn't be losing at 4-1 up. But I knew at half-time. Yeah. I said on the group chat, didn't I? I said on the group chat, I was like, why do I feel like we've got one this game? <laughs> You did. I said to Martin, I said to Martin in the stand as soon as we let in the first one and said, we're going to lose this. But none of us were confident. None of us were looking at each other like, hey, we've won. We were all looking at each other with wide we're eyes. So like, is this really happening? Oh, it's, it <laughs> I, I think it's, 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 it's more frustrating because we know we've got a lot of good players in this team now. I think we've, we've solved a lot of the issues we had last season. It's just that little something. And even without that little something, when nearly beat, when nearly beating them, like well, we should, we should have beat them. Like that's what makes it frustrating. For I me. genuinely said to you, didn't I, Max, on Saturday after the game, I wasn't confident until the 90th minute when that board went up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Oh. I saw five minutes. Yeah, and I was like, honestly. Oh yeah, even they can't like, this one up. And then the first one in, and then it was like. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I just on that point as well. Someone mentioned about obviously having quite a, a a decent squad this season, which I think we'd all agree. Like going forward, attacking wise, we've got some very very good talented players. And I think one of the players that's obviously made the the EFL team this week this week is Dan Kemp. So obviously two goals, Dan Kemp. Um, comment here from Pro Layer sixty seven. The worrying things that our best players are on loan. So, obviously, Dan Kemp is on loan. Now, we've kind of been stung with this before, haven't we? With with loan players getting recalled in January and then... Oh, he's getting recalled. They're, they're, I think all of them are getting so recalled. I, like... I, had the same, I had the same worry, Max. Now, I had a conversation... Let's not worry about it now. Let's not yeah, worry just about it. Let's not think oh, about oh, it. No, no, it's I, still all, it's still I was worried about it as well. I, it's going to happen. I'd imagine it'll happen. But something yeah, that I heard, and I would take credence in this as well... Do you think we'd assign a lone player of the profile of Dan Kemp without a buy option? Yeah, I, I did. No, in Swindon, yes. 
I did see <laughs> something about though that in in terms of what the deal is on the loan, I, something in the contract is they can't be recalled. Now, uh, like that might be a load of um, bullshit. No, so wait, I, even if they can be recalled, any sort of option to buy for a fixed fee is still valid. So yeah, what I would say is and just don't. Don't cry about it just yet. He's got six months on his deal after January. He won't be going for yeah. absolute loads. And I would probably bet half of my mortgage that there's, wow. there's probably wow. going to be an option there. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm not signing anything, it. but I'm just saying. <laughs> but, yeah, What's the one I mean, rule loan I mean, players, Joe? What's the one rule with loan players? What's the one rule with loan Too players? Late. I've already got um, with a loan player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I fail at that rule every single time. But I, I think if they did get recalled, you'd like to think the club would would put their hands in their pockets and and pay up. I mean, it's, it's the same situation that we had with Doyle. Look how that ended. I mean, you know, it's Young can score goals. I mean, he got two assists as well. A, a, a great player there. And Dan Kemp. So I, I would definitely say Kemp's a League One sort of standard of, of, of player. I think we're very lucky to have have both players in terms of that they're they're out of favour with their um, managers managers at their parent clubs. Mm. I think we, we're we're lucky that we've been able to pick them up, and they they were a big part of of those five goals at Wrexham. Um, I'll stop waxing lyrical about Dan Kemp now, but he is he's a better Jack Payne. I say it. Oh yeah, I've, from what I've seen, I, I agree. And especially when you look at it from, is Dan Kemp is essentially Johnny Williams' replacement, and I think when you look at it like that, you're with less floor time. Yeah, I'd say he's on his feet a bit more. <laughs> Absolutely, um, he's got twelve goals in his last nineteen games. Stop it, Max. Why did why did why did they loan him out? I still I I do not understand why they didn't loan I him think- out. Oh, the fact that Graham well, Alexander's, well, but Graham Alexander's their manager, and he's like the least Graham Alexander player ever. It's I also down to I us, though. Don't you think, as fans? I think, it's yeah, I think we, yeah, we've still got that. We've still got like that pull to take you know, him into our hearts. You know, yeah. if, if he's playing great for, you know, I said before, we've got a long, we've got a good five months plus. To, to not think about this and not worry about it. I know everybody wants to to focus on the loan aspect of it, but let's say that he has just such an amazing five months, six months. The fans love him. He feels warm, fuzzy feeling every time he leaves the pitch. Is he going to want to go back to somewhere where he wasn't being utilised or is he going to want to stay there with warm, fuzzy feeling with our wonderful fans? So what you're saying is, Carly, first week of December, we've got to get a Dan Kemp Tifo and the Don Rogers. And every fan at the game for the entirety of December has got to have a Dan Kemp mask and a Dan Kemp tattoo in their chest. Absolutely. A bit like Alan Partridge. I'm in. I'm in. The other worry about that, though, is that MK Dons recall him and then sell him to someone in League One. Because as long as he doesn't play for MK Dons, he can go somewhere else. Because you're only allowed to play for two teams. But if he doesn't play for them, they can sell him. Yeah. Well, that ruined my party. <laughs> it, it ruins everyone's party, Carly. But uh, I think I think we're 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 sort of close off the the Wrexham um, the the Wrexham segment in 
in that it was very un very unlucky. Uh, well, un- unlucky. It was very disappointing. There- there's plenty of positives to take from the game. Um, there's also uh, a few things that we, as a squad, need to work on. Um, definitely defensively going forward, I think is not an issue as we've all described. Young Kemp, um, Austin, all 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 these attacking players are quality. Um, it's just I think defensively, um, we, we that that's what we need to work on. But I'm sure Flynn Flynn knows what he's doing. Flynn's probably got them doing drills on 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 the training ground. So. Yeah, I, I think that sort of wraps up the the Wrexham segment. Um, what should we move on to now? Should we talk about the Arsenal under twenty ones game last night? Do we have to? It's penalties again. It's, it is penalties. Well, look, you say that it's we got a point for the draw, and um, the the penalty shootout is for an extra point. So technically, we drew, but we lost the penalty shootout at the same time. Um, I, Malcolm, I saw you there. I saw you. I you were sat to my right. You um, sound you sound like them people down the road saying we've got a draw. We did lose. <laughs> we were, of course yeah. we lost, Malcolm. It's penalties. We haven't won a shootout in, in almost a decade. I I'm not. Like. I'm not claiming a draw over Arsenal because we did lose eventually, albeit on penalties. But um, it was. I I enjoyed it. I I just went there thinking I'm just going to look at them. I did. I can't tell you who they were because I found the team and none of them had numbers on. So I thought 42 looked good, 45 looked good. I think 77 was not bad. <laughs> I haven't got a clue who they were, though, to be fair. But I think their movement, um, the speed in which they, they you know pass the ball, they look really positive. It's just, I mean, some of them are going to be a real kind of ones for the future, aren't they? So it, it was yeah. good to see some of them. But they'll probably all go on loan. And when they play red in the next, uh, they'll they'll get beat, as as per. Also, though, uh, yeah. looking at the goals we scored, they did try their best to lose. Yeah, I, I look. The two goals that we scored were, were were very very lucky. One was a known goal, and one was from Uwakwe, but he, the keeper had an absolute howler, in uh, just. Practically gave the ball to him, and then it was an open goal. So our our two goals were were fairly jammy, fairly fairly easy. Um, how did, well, I mean, how did their strikers hit our defender on the line both times when he's in the middle? I of know, the goal? yeah, it, it it was mental. <laughs> I think Kinsella was one of them. I can't remember who the other one was. I think it might be Mingo, like wasn't it? Yeah, um, but the it the the the. the Defending to get back to the line was was class, and I think a lot of it was a lot of it was luck that they sort of just put it um, straight in the middle. But they they were certainly a threat go sort of on the counter because they they were so quick in the build up play. Um, all like all of those players, if you go on FIFA, they've all got ninety five pace at least. It's it it was stupid, um, but. I mean, you you got to look at it as it, it was our our academy side against uh, well, it was a League Two academy side against a Premier League academy side. So, and they're uh, one of the best academies, aren't they? Exactly. So, so you know, we, we splattered in a, a, a few of the first team players, like I said, Kinsella, uh, Genesini, Uwakwe, Shade. Come on, 
uh, in the second half. He's he's just come back from an injury. Uh, Jake Kane, uh, Min's turn. He's he's obviously played played for a, a, a few first team games, and also Abu Kanu. Um, I've got to say Abu Kanu up front for me in in terms of the players that uh, from from the academy side. Um, Kanu stood out for me. Um, out of all of them, he he was he was lively up top. Um, a lot of pace about him. He was uh, unlucky at some point as well. Yeah, very unlucky. I mean, he's he's not the tallest player in the world, and they they did have some tall centre backs. Um, so in terms of like winning headers, I think that was it was a bit of a struggle. But when the ball was on the floor, you can see he's got real um, explosiveness, real. Sort of desire to to get into into goal. There, there was one 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 moment in the match where sort of one of their I think it was their right back played it played it back to their centre back and he he sort of pretty much intercepted it with a, with a sliding tackle. Um, I look, he, I think he's definitely one for the future. He 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 bangs bangs in goals in sort of uh, in, in the academy level. So um, it's it's sort of one thing that. You can't put money on is 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 scoring goals. So if you if you can score goals, you, you're a big asset, and he definitely scores scores loads of them. So yeah, f- like I said, for for me, yesterday's game, Abu Kanu in terms of the academy players stood out. Um, I think Jackson Brown played 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 quite well, and also Sonny Hart at the back. Sonny Hart um has made a couple of appearances now. He played in a couple of the preseason games. Played at Malcham. Um, I'm not sure on the others, but. He he looked he looked solid at the back. I I think he's only seventeen, and you know he he, he slotted in. He, he, it would look like he's slot slotting the, with the first team. He looked solid at the back. Um, getting stuck into stuck into tackles, and I think he played the full ninety minutes. I might be wrong. He might have got brought off at the end, but he definitely played the majority of the game. Um, so look, there, I, in in the academy, there's plenty of um, plenty of young talent coming through that. That we can keep an eye on, and I think it was a good opportunity to, for sort of the the other players that are trying to get minutes to to showcase their talent. I think Min turned done quite well. Obviously, we had the return of Lewis Ward in goal. Um, the 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 first sort of ten minutes, his distribution was a bit iffy, um, but I mean, even when even uh, well, when last season, season before, his his distributional. His distribution was questionable at times, but I th- I think it was just sort of a a question where he had, where it was a situation where he just hasn't played in in a while. But he he definitely settled into the game. He made some cracking saves, um, and look, it was just good to see Lewis Ward back in in a Swindon shirt. Um, but yeah, to sort of round that off, for me it was it was a good it was a good game to get minutes for not only the younger players but. Uh, the, the more senior players that, that I listed there. Um, and yeah, I mean, two all in terms of the game was decent, but we just, we, we never do well on penalties, do we? Um, the, all, all the penalties that went in, decent, decent penalties. Um, I think it was uh, Ben Ward that missed his penalty, but to be fair to him, it wasn't, it wasn't a shit penalty. It, he put it to the, the bottom right, it was a good save from the keeper. So, can anyone can no, anyone educate me on the last time we won a penalty shootout? Was it Oxford in the JPT? 
It was Exeter in the JPT in 2016. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Look, it, penalties are, are not our, our strong point. It's, it's, it's weird. It's the, um, the League Cup penalties. It, it, everything, it just doesn't go well. Um, but, yeah, plenty of positives to take from, from last night. Uh, and it, it was it to be fair, it it was a good good day out, and it was good to be back at the at, at the county ground as always. Um, no matter no matter who's playing, it's just it's always nice to be at the county ground. Um, right, should we move on briefly to? I know we're sort of short on time. Max, did you want to touch on our uh sort of situation last week at the club regarding the shares? Anyone who follows me on Twitter knows that I have strong opinions on this, but this Chris Kylie thing has been going on ever since his name popped up in a program or whatever it was last year. Listeners director, that was quickly put under and you can you know, you can probably shut that down as whether it's a typo or whether it's some misunderstanding between the press who typed out something and what the club says role actually is. I think the fact that this debench has been called out on us, and I think that's unrelated to Kyle. I think that's unrelated to Kyle. I think that's a, a, a you-know-who former owner who has got hold of that debenture and is trying to de- destabilize us in the best way possible. That's my understanding of it. The, I, I've Dan, Hunt, Dan Hunt mentioned it during the week on LS that they could have easily turned this into win and Carly could have come out in a good light of like coming and, you know, being a bit of a savior with this bench coming in. And I think they've just handled it awfully. And I think they've handled it awfully since Chris Carly has been involved with us. I wish they would just come out. I, I, I wish Chris Carly would come out and just lay the cards out on the table of what his role at the club is, what it has been and what, what the vision is with this now, because now that now that well, I know it's his wife's name that's the shareholder, but you know, this bloke now has a tangible portion of the club in his hands, and I just want to know what's the what's the direction? Where are we going from here? Is this a short term thing so that Clem can get some sort of funds together to buy back those shares, or has this been sort of in the works and it's just been accelerated when this debenture was called in? I can I can shed a little bit of light, Max, as well from some sort of pieces that I've heard. I think what I understand is of, of the situation. I think there are certain, as you say, certain two members of a previous regime that um, were rightly owed a, a certain amount of money in debentures. Um, I think they probably called those debts in to a very very tight deadline. Um, as Clem sort of alluded to or mentioned in his statement, I think there was a very good opportunity or very good chance that the club probably could be at risk of going into administration um, in a two or three day sort of window. I think that's kind of where the money's, the risk or the, the need for money instantly came from. Um, and I think with Clem, obviously Clem's got many of his assets are in Australia Um and I think for a certain amount of money, it does take a few days for it to go through escrow. Like you can't just if you if you if you need a million pounds right now, and you've got it in a bank account in Australia, I'm not sure you can get it out instant transfer. Like 
even though I don't, I don't think even Clem has two point nine million in liquid he's, funds. To exactly. Just, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So it's one of those. And, and that's fine. He's had, and... he's had to do it, and maybe he's not got about it the right way. He's had to get this money into the certain hands of certain people because otherwise he's putting the club at risk of going to administration and all that hard work we've done over the summer in providing the manager with you know a decent squad that's fit for purpose and fit to fight for promotion. If you get smacked with a twenty point deduction, that's all you want to shit, isn't it? Yeah, and look, I, I, and that's fine. I, I'm not, I'm not like saying like, oh, why are we getting money off him? Because I'm like, I, at this point, I don't, I don't really care who's involved. I care why they're involved. And Chris Carley's name has been thrown about for the past year at least now, and I just want the club to just be honest with us. I want, I want him. And I, I know Clem said in this statement that he's got no interest in running the football club or being involved. But you know, if if you're contributing towards you know three million quid to put into it, you must have some stake. And I just want to know what it is. I just want a bit of I just want a bit of honesty. Yeah, Max. I think um, if I can sort of jump in, I think it's you know if you sort of put it in layman's terms and sort of likes of you and I, you know, you're down the pub and you've just got a round in and oh, I'm ten quid short. Joe, Glenn's a tenor. Sure, mate. You know, it, I don't I don't think you need to go in the ins and outs and the whys and the wherefores of why and how we got the money. You made the statement and that's it. What You know, what involvement this bloke's got, I really don't care. It was a short-term fix. And I think we just need to leave it at that and just let's crack on. I mean, the bloke's done so well in getting the debt down. He then gets a, a, a thrown a curveball and they say, Right, we want this money now. We're calling the debenture now because you're doing so bloody well at getting the uh, you know the, the debts written off. We'll, we'll we'll just try and mess you up, sort you know stuff you up. We'll call it now. And obviously, he's gone to the back of the sofa. There's nothing there. Um, okay, right, mate. Can you lend me a couple of mil just to get rid of this debenture? And I think you just leave it at that. I just, please, please be positive, you know, and, and try not to look at the dark, sinister side of Swindon Town because that is historic. That's historical. I can't help it, Daz. This has this, been right, right, right. 15 years. Yeah, and, and, and it's been going on for, for many years before. There was a time when uh, Swindon owned all the houses on Shrivenham Road, down the down the back, Shrivy Road, and they mysteriously got sold. But um, that's that's another time for another forum. But there we go. You know, it's, it's, we've always had it. Just go with the flow, mate. Go with the flow and let yeah. it go. I, it's just... it's. You you can understand the frustration of the fans and the and the de- them def- them questioning it. It's 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 one of those things. It's like the amount of um, shit that the fans have gone through of you know over the past thirty years has been. It's understandable that if if something pops up, they're they're going to be a bit worried. Um, I think you know there, there's there's instances where going through sort of Clem's business accounts and wanting to know the ins and outs of his businesses. I personally, I, I just, I don't, there's no need. I, I, I think the, it's the man's business. I think leave him alone. But when it, when it comes to, when it comes to the football club and who, who has shares in the football club, especially when, when the chairman said he was going to be, transparent and vocal on all these things i think that's the only issue for me is is he he said he's going to offer transparency and and talk to the fans but 
in this case there's been there's been none of it and the 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 business of it and the everything that's the actual you know the business side of it i get i understand i i understand what he's why he's done it from his statement um but like i said it's it's the fact that he offered transparency um and i just i hopefully obviously you got you got the trust meetings uh, hopefully that it gets brought up there hopefully they they question it they they dig deeper um because we can't just sort of be left with what we have so Ellis, I, think, I mean the way the way to sum it up mate is from at least from the outside and as much as you know i'm not in the four walls of the county ground every single day i'm not privy to certain conversations or whatever but from the way that i understand it it was an immediate fire and that fire has to put people out immediately before it caught flames yeah so before yeah, it caught definitely. any sort of wood around the, um, the building you know it, it was it was put out immediately by any means possible and does it look great on the outside? No, of course it doesn't. But is the fire out at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think, yeah, a, a big part of it was obviously Rob Angus coming out at the, at the fans forum saying, oh, yeah, I complete, even... saying, saying that it, it was an accident or, 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 so, or something like that. I can't, I can't remember exactly what he said. It's, it's one of those, I think, it, it, you know, there's clearly, legal obligations or legal things that you've got to stick to, yeah, to, to not disclose certain things. It's mate, it's it's and, way above my pay grade, so I wouldn't even have the first yeah. you know, inkling and, to understand it. Yeah. And look we we've had a statement from Clem. He's 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 underlined what's happened. He said he said the issues and sort of and gone gone through everything. So as 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 many as many as you sort of Fans may not want to. I think you've got you you've got to trust him, and you you've just got to trust that what what he said is true. Um, I I think with this with him making the statement, I think yeah, look, I I, I want to trust the man. I I, I don't want to I, I don't want to not trust our chairman. And if if that's what he says, then um, then yeah, I th- it's just. It's, it, there's always something. It's always... I think it's going to be. T- it's always going to be tough because we're a scarred fan base. We've been exactly. burned before by multiple owners, and this is why I, I can't trust any owner. I I can't trust anyone at the minute because I'm just not sure what's around the corner. Whoever, whatever, whoever, whatever blame it gets put on, you know, I just don't want to see my club go the way of Barry. You know. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's happening Saturday, Ellis? Sorry. What's happening Saturday? This Saturday, yeah, the return of Scott Lindsay. Yeah, it is. I mean, Scott Lindsay, <laughs> Dion Conroy. We've got Ronan Darcy, Ben Gladwin might be there. I know he's been injured to start of the season. It's um, it, it's it's a bit of, it's a Crawley Swindon thing. It's becoming a little bit of a forced rivalry just purely because Scott Lindsay's just kind of doing a lot of people's heads in with those little fist pumps and his. Passion urchin. Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Like, I, I love the bloke. I think he's a really nice guy. But fucking hell. I can't stand I him. it was just for us. I thought we were special. Can't stand him. <laughs> it's, I, hope that, I hope that he fails and Crawley go down and they just go away. No, I do. Pathetic <laughs> little club. It's frustrating because they've got... Angry Max is on tonight, ain't he? Bloody hell. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've, started, we've started him on one. Um, it's... It's 
frustrating because Crawley have got off to a good start. I think everyone, including myself, predicted Crawley to to be to be relegated this season. I, I know it's early on, but um, I, is, is anyone got their their results handy? They won- yeah, Wait. I've got them. So they beat they beat Bradford one 0 on opening day after a Bradford red card. Uh, lost to Exeter in the cup. Drew one all the way at Salford. Beat MK Dons two one at home on the Tuesday, on the midweek games, and they lost one nil to Gillingham, who are top of the table at the minute. Gillingham are also doing yeah. gasful, aren't they? They won every game one nil. They're just efficient. They're, like they're exactly what you need to be in League League Two. They're just efficient and deadly and solid. Like that's what you that's what you need to get out of this league. And I think they'll probably go about and do that. Yeah, I, I think. I think they're they're definitely a, a, a contender for the title this season, but cruelly uh, uh, not. They're, they're they're not the side that they were last season. They they lost a couple of of big players um, during the summer. They've signed a couple. Obviously, Ronan Darcy. We're we're going to see back at the county ground. Um, Carly, I'll bring you you in on this. We haven't heard from you for a while. Um, what are you sort of what what are you looking looking forward to from this game on Saturday and and what are you wary of of of, of Crawley? I just think they're going to have that they're going to have that edge, aren't they? That Lindsay's really going to want to beat us. Um, obviously, um, Michael Flynn hasn't got that same situation for him although he will understand how much it means to us um i hope that we give our former players uh, a, a nice welcome i don't like it when we don't do that yeah um but then i also hope that they don't have their a games against us because we know that all of them can play good football when they're on their a game um so i just think i think lindsay needs putting on his ass really um and I hope that we do it but it's just one of those things again like we said previously when you fall one up at Wrexham or 5-3 up at Wrexham you just know you just know that that's just us um but I'd, I'd like to think that that we could hold our own there's a lot of new players that haven't got connections to him um and they want to make it their own rather than a, a revenge match, which is what yeah. some fans will be wanting. I think Corey as well, sure. you said there, like, Lindsay's going to be wanting us, or wanting to beat us, and it's going to be a, a game he's up for. I think the game at the end of last season was probably more so that, because it was kind of his squad. And, I mean, the best thing was the bloke that he vetoed the signing of and probably contributed towards the end of his tenure went and scored quite early on. And then... I mean, Jake Kane shoved one in the top bins from 45 yards. So it, it's it's one of those. I think any sort of anger he had against, or he's also got some sort of ill feeling towards the club, but I think the game last year, end of the season, that was the one he probably wanted to win more. So, I mean... I... Yeah, it's, it's it's a new season. It's, it's, it's sort of... that The whole sort of uh, fiasco last season, you'd like to think, forgotten about. And we've got a new side. He's got a new side, and I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be a good test. It's it's definitely gonna be a good game. Malcolm, do you think do you think we've got any issues in in Scott Lindsay's side this weekend? 
Um, there is going to be a little bit of that. He's going to have them, you know, going for it. Um, personally, I, I don't mind Scott Lindsay. I, um, I know it's a bit controversial, but I thought he was. Uh, I, I was thought he was a nice bloke. But um, yeah, I want him to lose hundred percent this weekend. Um, and yeah. I, I think can Crawley deal with a team like Swindon as they're playing like we did in the first half against Wrexham? Um, and hopefully that'll be a no. So why can't we just go out and do and do that and then hopefully have a well definitely have a better finish. Yeah. Um look, we're 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 short on time. We we've had a, a lot to get through. I think I think we go through um predictions for for Saturday. Um Chris, we'll start with you. What what's your prediction for, for Saturday's game against Crawley? I think three one. Charlie's gonna get two of them. Wow, who's the other one? Tom Brewitt off the corner for the first time in forty-five years. Wowzers, um, Daz. What about you? What's your prediction? Sorry, two all. Oh, Daz, don't do this. Do not do this to me. Uh, but but the upshot is I'm not going to be there on Saturday. Oh. Unfortunately, um, can't make it. That's um, the sixth no win then, charity. isn't it? Well, you'd like to think so, because, I mean, Wrexham wasn't there, was I, watching it on the thing? But when we went 5-3, I, I did put a bet on to draw, so I did make something out of it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be 2 all. I really two do. All. That's what I'm doing. Sorry. Well, 2 all for, for Daz. Max, what about you? I'm going to go 3-2. We finally hold out. I think we'll go, like, 3-0 up. They'll get 2 and it'll make us all nervous, but I reckon yeah. we'll finally hold out. Well, a win. I'll take that. Carly? God, I hope that's not the case. I don't think I can sit <laughs> through that again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go a very hard slog, drawn out 1-0 to us. <sighs> Sorry. Everyone, you're bringing me down. Joe, lift, lift me up. 3-0, I think. Yes. Jake Young for two. Yes. And I reckon a Dan Kemp banger. I like it. I like it a lot. Again, for me, three 0 I think we're gonna see, we're gonna see one goal from Young. We're gonna see a goal from Charlie Austin, and if he's fit and if he's back playing, we're gonna get a goal from Hepburn Murphy. Now I don't know if he's back from injury, um, but if he is, he's scoring. Um, Look, I, hopefully we get the win. I think we 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 definitely need the win. Um, Crawley, they're not they're not the greatest side in the league. I know they've had a an, a, a decent start, but in in terms of their squad, in terms of their manager, I think we're superior. I think you go man for man, we've got uh, we've got better players. And you know, coming off that five all draw, I think the players have got something to prove. Um, and and definitely definitely get a win. Um, so Joe, I think, well, Malcolm, did you, considering that, uh, you are, well, can we say you're rocking Robin? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to, um, I don't want to ruin the what? I'll be there. What? I'll be there. Hopefully lucky, lucky <laughs> mascot, uh, 3-1 Austin and Young and, uh, Kemp. Yes. Lovely. Um, also, Malcolm, the mascot race. Did you want to talk on that? 
Oh, yeah. So, uh, Bank Holiday Monday, uh, I think it's one o'clock, live on the Racing Channel. Um, they've got a drone up as well. Some of us will be wearing pro uh, GoPros. Yeah. And um, it is for the Children's Trust, I believe. And the link is on my uh, on the Rockin' Robin Twitter page if anyone wants to give money. But, um, yeah, it's just um, give it a watch if you can. Um, who, I'm not, who, who I'm not got thinking that? I'm going to win because uh, there is a prize for coming last. So if you see me walking, it's because I'm going for the last place to play. <laughs> He's going to run the wrong <laughs> way. If I can't win, do you, if do I can't you... win, I'm going to still get something. Hopefully. Wow, that's the way to go, Malcolm. <laughs> do, you, do you know who else is going to be there? Um, so there's uh, the Sutton mascot, uh, uh, Jenny Draft. Got Wimbledon, Hayden the Hayden the Womble. He organises it. Um, there's a few uh, different sports, I believe. Yeah. Um, and oh, I can't remember the other ones coming down. The ox isn't there, so that's fine. I don't have to like. Yeah, good. No scraps. No, um, no but yeah, scraps. it should be should be. I think there's about twenty twenty five. So um, yeah, it's the first time I've been able to do it. So I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I'm, I'm in no I'm in no illusions that there are people that are a lot faster and fitter and younger than me. So. Don't expect me to win. Can we just go back to well, Hayden the Womble? Who the fuck at Wimbledon has called their mascot Hayden? <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. Mother called him John. It's far too new age for a Womble. Uh, I know Orinoco. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, the best one is still Fleetwood, Captain Cod. Just a giant fish. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Stevenage, Borough Bear's going to be there. I know, that's definite. But, um... Look, I, I've got to say, this this would be Carly's absolute uh, dream place to be. She loves a mascot. Yeah, get get watching, Carly. You'll love that. Even listening to it is just making <laughs> me shudder a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. My worst nightmare. So, um, Rockin' Robin, I wish you all the very best and I'd love to sponsor you, definitely. But please don't make me be there because it's definitely okay. my worst nightmare. Malcolm, make sure, you walk, right, well. make sure you walk the course before so you know where the best line is. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, gonna to do all that. And, uh, yeah, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're younger, fitter than me. So, I'm under no illusions. <laughs> right, let uh, let's all make a bet right now that if we draw five or one Saturday, Carly has to make her way down to that that race. You didn't hear me scream then out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's got to be done. I think you're pretty. It was a five five. Carly, if you go down, we'll all donate fifty pounds to the Children's Trust. Oh no, no. Uh, um, I think I've got clients or oh, something. Uh, people need their hair cut. She's screaming, Ellis. Shut the show down. Shut the show down. Yeah, I got. Do you it. don't know how frightened I am of them. It's terrifying. Like without take the heads off, I'm 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 all on board. But with the heads on, no way. You're you're willing to miss out three hundred quid to the Children's Trust charity. Um, oh, don't do that to me. I'd win a prize well, for most fundraiser as well. Come on. We'll keep working on it in the group. Um, I feel like you're ganging up on me. You've been very mean, boys. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant. Report, report. Um, Right. Does anyone else have anything to add before before we wrap the show up? Up the town. Up the town. There there you go. Right. Um, Thank you all for listening. As always, a reminder that the Satan Broadbent Lounge is an independent Swindon town x space and the views that have been expressed this evening are not represented sorry representative i can't even speak joe say that word for me representative thank you of swindon town football club nor are they of sir tom himself 
apart from everything that you said in tonight's show. Many thanks for listening and come on, you Reds. <laughs>